You're listening to Partnernomics Podcast, where we discuss the art and science of developing successful strategic partnerships. To learn more about the suite of Partnernomics solutions, visit Partnernomics.com. Welcome back to another episode of Partnernomics Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Brigman. And on today's show, we have Ayer Zero with us. So Mr. Zur is joining us from the other side of the world, at least from where we are here in the U.S., but uh, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for uh, staying after work for you. <laughs> it's in the morning here, but uh, thanks for staying after work and chatting sure, with Mark, us. Thanks for having me and a pleasure to, to be on the podcast. So you are the director of Global Strategic Alliances at Monday.com. And uh, really looking forward to this conversation, looking forward to this chat, learning a little bit more about what Monday.com does, and uh, more specifically, kind of digging into your insights and your experience with, uh, within partnerships. But uh, I'd like to ask you to just kind of to kick things off, talk to us about uh, your career and how you got started in, in this business world, and then how you traversed to become the, the director of uh, Global Strategic Alliance. Sure, Mark. So first of all, I still want and feel like I'm, I'm really young. So talking about my career sounds like uh, I have a lot of gray hair on my uh, head. But uh, certainly, so I, I studied the business uh, majoring in finance and started my career actually working in the uh, stock market industry. And uh, pretty fast, I, I learned that uh, I need people uh, in front of me and less screens probably. So I, I did some shifting uh, in my career in the very early days and, and started to do some business development initiatives with one of the people I had, uh, a good friend of mine. Uh, we were together in a, a student exchange program in Korea, actually. Uh, really bonded and started doing some uh, different initiatives together. So he was living in Portugal. I was living in Israel. Uh, so kind of doing a representation of different companies, Portuguese one in Israel, so um, Global Renewable Energy, which we represented them here in Israel, and a small startup, uh, which we were kind of the reseller in, um, in the European region. Um, so that's basically the, the early days of my career, uh, after which I uh, founded my own startup, uh, along with a bunch of uh, founders. It was in the real estate and technology space. Uh, very exciting times. I think um, probably the biggest learning curve I had in my career was at that point in time. Uh, I spent more than three years uh, in this startup. We had some, uh, you know, interesting uh, path that we went through. Uh, we built a product from scratch. Uh, we raised capital. We did really exciting stuff. And um, eventually you have a lot of gates which we, you need to pass through in your uh, startup journey. Uh, and at a certain point, we got to a point where we kind of uh, didn't manage to raise the next uh, round. And eventually, after trying more and more, we had to close down. Um, after that, I, I took a lot of thought of what I really enjoyed doing while uh, working in this uh, startup. Because, uh, you know, you wear a lot of hats uh, when you're in this uh, kind of uh, startup environment uh, and as a founder. Um, and I think my, my true passion was for business development and creating those uh, strategic partnerships. Uh, I joined the company called uh, Get, which is in the mobility space, and started doing some uh, business development and partnerships uh, there. Um, we were like a small startup within the company, uh, mainly focusing on the logistics and last mile delivery. And so my role was to create those kind of partnership with the uh, very large uh, logistic uh, companies 
and also uh, e-commerce uh, players in that space. Um, following that, I, uh, after like seven months, I uh, managed the business unit. Um, so again, doing more uh, diverse um, uh, roles in this position. Um, and after more than two years, I left uh, the company and uh, started working at Monday. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to know about the number of startups and just how entrepreneurial people are in Israel. It, it blows my mind. It's like literally the most entrepreneurial country in the world. Um, talk to us a little bit, because I'm fascinated about the world of entrepreneurship. Right, so I've started six companies, was able to sell four of them. What, what is it about the environment in Israel that's so ripe for startups and for innovation? Yeah, that's a great question. Probably there are a lot of uh, variables uh, to answer this one. Um, I, I guess the first one would be probably the, the energy uh, that you have uh, here in Israel and especially in Tel Aviv. Uh, if you walk by uh, different streets, you'll feel a different vibe. And I think people are very open, very transparent and always challenging the status quo. So always looking for better ways uh, to do things. Uh, and I think people are also fairly creative. So trying to find different ways, different paths uh, in order to achieve uh, better services or better products. Uh, so I guess the combination of that um, and also the fact that, um, you know, as a small country uh, that has, uh, you know, surrounded by uh, Hopefully, not a lot of enemies, but in, especially in the early days, we had uh, a lot of enemies and we had to have uh, a strong army. And there were some units in, in the military that uh, were very focused on uh, technological aspects, uh, intelligence and so on. Um, so I guess uh, this was kind of on-job training for a lot of people. And when they um, you know, went to market, eventually they could uh, utilize those kind of uh, skills and capabilities. So tell us a little bit about Monday.com. So the company that you're with now and you're leading their uh, strategic alliances. Tell us a little bit about uh, the company, the organization, its history and the solutions that it provides. Yeah, so I think Monday is a really fascinating company in so many different ways. I think uh, talking about uh, challenging the status quo, I think everything uh, that we do here at Monday is, is kind of different uh, from what other companies are doing. And I'll try to give some examples uh, to explain this kind of uh, philosophy. So first of all, uh, as a company, uh, the, the product is uh, what we call a work operating system. So essentially streamlining all projects, all processes and workflows, all the planning and really everyday work into one centralized uh, workspace. Um, so I think especially nowadays uh, when we have the COVID and people need to work from home, this is very essential to a lot of uh, companies and employees to have this kind of a digital environment where they can easily collaborate and also break those kind of uh, organizational silos. Um, the product was first launched in 2014 and the scale is really massive. And, and I think this, this is mainly because of the thought behind the end user experience and how he will uh, interact with the platform. So, continuously thinking how to reduce the friction on the one hand, but on the other, continuously adding more features and capabilities to support the various use cases. And, and talking about like, you know, how Monday is different to other companies, I think that's 
really within the culture. There is a very unique culture within Monday. Uh, so first of all, there is really radical transparency, I would say. Um, everything is open to all employees. So if you'll ever visit one of the offices in Israel or in, in New York or anywhere else, we have lots of dashboards, a lot of screens all over, and anyone can see them. So whether it's uh, clients uh, visiting the office or partners, um, even people that are coming for interviews, they could see all the numbers out there. Uh, which is really, you know, fascinating to see how transparent we are. And I think this also helps um, in order to avoid this really unnecessary hierarchy. So everyone has uh, visibility and has access to all the information they need, uh, aside from salaries. Uh, so everything is open. Uh, so I think I find it very unique. And uh, in, in, the, in the beginning, when I joined, um, you know, you have some questions, how come and how does it really work when everything is open to everybody? But once you settle in and you, you get the vibes, uh, you suddenly cannot think of a different way to, to work. And the interesting part is I think this has a lot of influence on the product and vice versa. So I think the reason that we drink our own champagne, we're using Monday internally. And this also kind of influences the product and also this influences the culture. There is some very interesting dynamics uh, around it. Um, maybe another interesting example uh, will be from the sales team. So they're not compensated with commission, uh, which is once again, something that is very unique and different uh, compared to other uh, companies, uh, other sales organizations. And I'm sure the founders uh, got a lot of uh, pushbacks when they suggested this kind of model in the early days, but it proved to be the the best model out there because eventually this also reduces the friction, especially uh, between partners and sales. So it really allows a, a really good and, and solid collaboration and to focus on the actual work and not unnecessary issues uh, related to commission and so on. So talk to us about that a little bit more. It sounds like um, we, you know, with your guys' approach, it just makes them more collaborative. It just makes them more open, like you were saying about uh, with transparency, just being really open. And in the end, it's about the clients and giving them the solutions that they need and doing that in a very streamlined, smooth, you know, as smooth as possible. Um, what's like from a from a partnership perspective, right? Let's let's kind of open the partnering book at Monday. And let's talk a little bit about the types of partnerships that, that you are specifically responsible for. And then maybe what are some of the, from a broader scope of partnerships at Mundi, what do some of those partnerships sure. look like? So like uh, the partnership uh, group within the, the company is very vibrant and, and we're kind of doing a lot of interesting things and some of them are very strategic. So we uh, kind of... Uh, differentiated into different teams. So we have a tech partnership team focusing on those uh, partnerships with Microsoft, AWS, and large tech vendors, uh, as well as ISVs. We recently launched an apps framework in a marketplace. So we're also looking for ISVs and channel partners and GSIs to uh, publish their applications and their solutions on the marketplace. Uh, so that would be one team. We also have a channel partnership uh, team uh, essentially partnering with the local system integrators and value-added resellers. We have more than 100 partners uh, spreading across the globe. 
Um, we have um, a referral program. We have a student program and academic partnerships. And we also have uh, the team which I'm leading, which is the GSIs. So essentially focusing on the global system integrators uh, and creating those uh, strategic alliances with them. Um, in addition to all of that, we also have um, the training and enablement team, the marketing team uh, to support all those uh, fascinating initiatives. So let's, let's dig into the working with the GSIs a little bit. You know, is that something that your team is specifically responsible for? And then what's, uh, what's some recommendations or some of the lessons learned that maybe you have from, from doing that work? Sure. So in the early days when I joined, uh, we were kind of thinking, what is the, the kind of segment we want to focus on? And we understood that eventually Monday as a platform, uh, we have the notion of building blocks. So you can assemble uh, different building blocks and shape them uh, to fit different kind of uh, use cases that customers need. And this kind of approach is, is really a, a consulting-based approach. So we like to think of, you know, client coming with us with uh, some pain, some challenge. They have their uh, idea of how they want to solve a different problem. They have a flow chart or some kind of a blueprint and Monday serves as the digital platform to really create any kind of uh, idea that you have in mind and to implement it uh, within Monday. So we thought it would be a smart uh, move to partner with those kind of uh, GSIs because they do three main things. One is providing the advisory part uh, and then doing the delivery piece of the business and also uh, doing the managed services. So those three pillars, uh, are really part of what we also do with our customers, but we want to focus on the product side and we prefer to have the ecosystem around us to do the kind of uh, implementation and the managed services uh, whenever it's required. So I think that was a good decision back then to focus on the GSIs and understand what are their motivations? Why would they even bother partnering with a company like Monday and how we could fit within their uh, current offerings? Um, so we went through a, a long journey of researching and understanding who we want to partner within the GSIs because there are a lot of GSIs and we need to segment them uh, in many different ways. And then understand, okay, within those very large organizations, and we're talking about really massive companies, 100,000 employees up until half a million. And they're very metrics oriented, focusing on the industries on the y-axis and on the different business functions on the y-axis and where do we fit as monday which is kind of industry agnostic we serve any type of company from manufacturing to telecom from media and entertainment to large and small technology companies so who do we want to talk to who do we want to go through this kind of uh, um, you know partnership journey together in order to make sure that eventually we will better serve the, the, the clients uh, together. So I would imagine that uh, you guys are doing some, some different tech integrations, different tech partnerships. Uh, can you talk to us a little bit more about, you mentioned kind of the, the app store, app exchange, kind of this platform to go in, but talk to us a little bit about uh, the, the importance of interoperability or working with, with other software sure. systems. So you can think of Monday as, you know, you have this kind of a board or a dashboard uh, where you can visualize all the processes and projects you're managing. And we also add some logic behind the scenes. So one of that would be automation. So reduce the redundant work and have those automation running in the background. 
And also we want to integrate with the third party systems in order to reflect data from those uh, systems into Monday and the other way around. So we do offer more than 15 native integrations, but we understand that eventually within the SaaS world, you have to be as open as possible. So uh, the launch of the apps framework is really mind blowing because I think when we had the, the first uh, internal hackathon and the, the builders, the developers, the engineers, they showed us what they developed uh, using the apps framework. That was really insane because suddenly you could see the different you know, areas and domains in which the, the platform could go, the kind of solutions that uh, now it's possible to build. And when you open the hood and allow third-party developers and other partners to use the platform as you know, the, the very fundamental layer uh, of, of the organization, and on top of that, add their logic, add their domain expertise and ideas, and add their solutions, then you know, the, the scale is really massive. And, and nowadays, we have a lot of applications on the platform, and we're just in the very beginning. We launched the marketplace less than a quarter ago, and we already see like uh, the, the really great impact that it can create. So working closely with the GSIs and uh, having them develop those kind of uh, integrations and applications is really crucial for our uh, progress uh, going forward. So I want to ask you, like, with your team, what's what's the initiatives that you guys are kind of focused on now, or what's what's the work that you're doing, the the next evolution for for your team specifically? You are working on behalf of of Monday. Sure. So. Um, if we segment uh, companies, not just by industry, but also in terms of their size. So we'll have like uh, small, medium businesses, which we also serve. We have the mid market and we have enterprises. And th the reason to partner with those GSIs is in order to further penetrate into the enterprise segment. And we understand that in order to do that, we need close and strong relationship with those GSIs. Um, and the objective for us is to build a center of excellence within each and every GSI and have people within those large organizations that really understand what Monday can do and what is the value that customers can gain from it, but equally understand how it can fit within their uh, existing proposition. So some of them call it a digital workplace, other would call it employee experience or a low code, no code. And we want to get into those kind of uh, architecture and integrate into their offering. And so we can have a, a larger uh, footprint within those large enterprises. So that's the, the main objective uh, for us. And also, as I mentioned earlier, because we're a product company and we want to uh, keep on you know, just developing our secret sauce and our uh, offering to customers, we want our partners to be the one that are doing the delivery piece of the business. And so... This is also very important for us to have those strong center of excellence within the GSI so they can also do those very large implementation to customers. So it sounds like you guys are really, uh, you know what your core competencies are. You want to focus on that. It's the, it's the product side. It's delivering, you know, that solid functionality. And from more of kind of that sales outreach, getting your solutions in the hands of end user customers, you're essentially using this partnering lane as a way to, as, as, a, as a primary way to do that. Yeah, exactly. I think also the, the scale the company is going through is really uh, unheard of. We are considered to be one of the fastest growing SaaS companies in, in the history. Like I think uh, the third is to be accurate. And 
quarter to quarter, things are changing dramatically from, from the product side, from the scale of the organization, uh, the number of employees, and we need to keep up the pace and always um, think about, okay, what will be the, in the next queue? What will be in the next year? And anticipate like what will be the kind of uh, infrastructure we'll need in order to support those uh, kind of uh, opportunities and projects uh, with customers. And I think creating those kind of uh, alliances and for, for the sake of, of this conversation, we're talking specifically about the GSI, but it's really building the entire ecosystem around us in order to support this massive scale. What would you say are some of the greatest challenges that you will have as you continue to grow the company? It's growing at a massive rate. There's obviously a lot of opportunity you know, in front of you uh, but but it's important that we do it right. What would you say are some of the some of the biggest challenges that's facing your team or maybe your yeah, company? Well, I think uh, there are probably a, a lot of challenges as equal to the level of uh, opportunities that we face. And you know, it, it's the kind of feeling you have in a startup that uh, you always uh, run very fast, but you're also fixing the the plane while you're flying. So. You always think, okay, what kind of infrastructure do we need in order to support the further scale that we're going through? Do we have uh, the right uh, methodologies in place? Do we have uh, the kind of uh, partner academy and, and certification program to support uh, the creation of those uh, center of excellence? Um, what kind of uh, marketing activities do we want to create uh, around those partnerships and around those uh, app development? And how can we do more with you know, every success uh, that we, we have along the way. Um, so I think that's a huge challenge. Um, and also specifically within my team, partnering with those uh, large GSIs is, is a massive challenge because, you know, getting their mind share, uh, getting them to uh, evaluate Monday and, and think that it could fit within their existing proposition, um, that's a, a journey we want to take with them. And it requires uh, some great thinking of who are the right people we want to focus on um, and also make sure that we are tailoring our positioning and messaging towards the each and every um, proposition that they offer to the market. So I think there are a lot of uh, customization that we need to do from our end and to really think about the, the partner on the other side and how he sees the world and, you know, not just being focused on, okay, what, we are doing and what we want to achieve, but really continuously understanding the other side uh, and how we can do things uh, together. Well, yeah, it looks like you are really enjoying your time being in this in this partnering role specifically, you know, as a follow-up to, to being a founder of your own tech company. I'd like for you to talk to us a little bit about, you know, what is it about this role of, of being the direct, you know, the director of uh, Global Strategic Alliances what is it about this role that you enjoy the most? Yeah, it's a great question. I think it's it's probably the fact that uh, every day is different and you get to work with a lot of different people within the company, different departments. And also externally, you work with uh, you know fascinating people, uh, people from all over the world, uh, from Japan to London to North America. So I, I find it really interesting and, and the pace of things is really something that you know every week passes by and you're saying wow I, it just felt like uh, yesterday was the beginning of the week 
Uh, and I think this is the kind of feeling I always want and never to feel that I'm, I'm working, but rather, you know, just playing and trying to do the best uh, in every circumstance. So um, probably that th those would be like the, the main uh, attributes which I find interesting. And I think in general, doing partnerships requires um, all the different skill sets and uh, departments within the organization to support that. So you'll need to have a good positioning and messaging. You'll need to work closely with marketing. But equally, you also need to work with legal. You need to work with finance on the commercial side of uh, the partnership. And then when it gets to the real thing, you, you work with the sales team and the customer success. And I think creating those kind of pods uh, to work on specific projects is really exciting because getting those kind of uh, RFPs from the GSIs, working together with a partner and within those uh, different departments within the organization, I, I find it super exciting. Well, it's, it's interesting how many people similar to your background that we run into that are lead partnering teams, how many of them have had their own businesses? Because there's a lot of similarities, a lot of what you just walk through, you know, there's a lot of similarities to being in this biz dev, strategic partnering, strategic alliance role and running your own company. Because what you do, what you have to know and understand is all the different components of the business and how your partnerships can affect your business and vice versa, just being able to connect those dots all the way, you know, forward yeah. and backwards. Would you I agree totally with that? I agree. And probably uh, the main difference is that you don't need to raise capital. <laughs> and that's something that, uh, you know, it, it takes a lot of time as a founder. Uh, the amount of times I, I got to know and you need to stand up again and find a different path. That's uh, pretty challenging and, and gets you also out of focus of, you know, developing the, the product or the solution or the service or whatever is that uh, you're doing. Uh, so I think building those kind of partnerships is really focusing just on the business side of things, which is really great. So talk to us a little bit about, uh, so you're leading a team there at Monday. What kind of advice would you have for other you know, directors, VPs, people who are leading partnership teams? What's some advice that you would have as far as, you know, maybe hiring new people and how to evolve and build your team, how to develop your teams, you know, those, those individuals and help them build skills, build knowledge. Uh, what kind of advice would you have? That's an interesting question. I think I, I approach it maybe a little bit differently that, than what others would have done. Um, I try to recruit people that are uh, smarter and better than me and that I can learn from them. Uh, so, uh, you know, eventually we're looking also to build a team. And I think that's also something important because we don't want people to, you know, to create a, a certain square that they will be uh, part of and they will have like a very detailed and uh, thought through day-to-day um, -day work, but rather have them come see what's going on and bring their own experience and expertise and ideas to the table. And also equally having like a, a good collaboration within the team, because eventually if we are partnering with those uh, global system integrators, if we have success in EMEA, we want to replicate that in North America and in APEC. So I think working as a team and not just as a, you know, a bunch of individuals is also very important in my point of view. And that's how I, I'm trying to build a team. 
Yeah, that's great insights. One last question for you before we let sure. you go. I'd like to just know, what do you see as being the most challenging part of, of this role in general that, uh, you know, that, that you have as, as, uh, you know, as a partnering professional? What's, what's the thing that you find to be the most challenging? I think um, working with the GSIs, we understand sometimes things that are kind of uh, ahead of the curve. Uh, we see the landscape in front of us. We see the massive opportunities that we can go through together with the GSIs. But we need also to draw the line how to get there in a gradual way. And that's sometimes challenging because uh, there are areas in which we have to build the alliance uh, to begin those kind of journeys together. And it takes time from finding those executive sponsors to building the go-to-market and signing those uh, commercial agreements. But we also look to those kind of what I say golden shortcuts because sometimes we also have those kind of inbound coming in. They're asking us uh, if we want to join some RFP they're doing. And we need to be very selective on those kind of opportunities and also identify what we can get out of those opportunities aside from winning the business, how this can help us to drive those partnerships uh, going forward. So I think uh, also thinking where Monday's heading, what's the strategy and how do we combine that with those uh, partnerships uh, that we are building? Uh, that's also very important to make sure that we are aligned to the overall strategy of the organization. Yeah, awesome insights. Ayur, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate uh, you spending some time with us, staying after work, staying late there in Israel and uh, sharing your insights with us. But it'll be fun to continue to watch you and watch Monday and see the great things that you guys accomplish into sure, the future. Mark, I enjoy uh, every minute. Thanks for having me. Partnernomics podcast is brought to you by Partnernomics. Learn how to leverage the power of partnership. To listen to more episodes of Partnernomics podcast, visit partnernomics.com.